welcome to episode 4 of the Stump Francis podcast. Uh today is, today is, uh we talk about like uh the Ashes ongoing Ashes first test match. Um what do you think of the last 3 days of um of this test match? How is it how is it is it evenly poised or like how is it how do you think it's going well for both teams? I think because of the uh because of the like how they're presenting basketball England, I think it will be like kind of a fair game. I think it's on the first day, second day as well. Uh, it looked like even the field setting, Ben Stokes plays. Yeah, exactly. The words with Nkwaja and even like the words different style of batsmen. So like you could feel like, okay, then they have applied, but Australia has the momentum of winning it, so it's going to be a fair fight. Yeah. Um... That was a, that was a pretty good captaincy. That one England the first session, um, and then Australia winning the second uh, the second session and uh, uh, second and second session um, yeah. before it rained out. So, um, but do you like what are we expecting in like um, today's today's play? I think it will be all about on how England's batting now can carry forward towards and how does uh, Australia counter with their attacks because you've seen uh, in the when Australia was batting how the spinners played a role Joe ball seven overs and you know three maiden out of them no wickets and an economy of two and Mohan Ali ball 33 overs with four maidens and we've got two wickets. So you could see the backing of Ben Stokes of Moin Ali. And Ben Stokes not dumb. So he must have thought something and done the same thing. And like same thing when England was batting. Nathan Moin bowled the most overs. 30 overs, one maiden, four wickets. Right? Yeah, so the trust so in the spinners. Yeah. It's the trust in the spinners. It's the same thing. If Nathan Moin will be able to break off the partnership because the baseball can only ball for so long till he gets tired. If he gets tired, he'll just ball shit balls, you know, juicy half full they still even like track them down. But then because of bat ball, they'll probably reverse sweep it. So like you gotta now what we have to see is how they will counter with it. Yeah, uh that's and um how much you reckon England could actually um make today in order to, if this if in order for Australia to bat again probably today or tomorrow. Uh, I'm not too sure what the ideal score should be like, but because of like only Usman Kawaja has scored 100 in Australia's first innings and England's uh, Jarrod did, but they had a lot of um, so if we if we take up the scorecard right in the, in Australia's first innings, David Warner scored nine runs, Usman Kawaja 141. Steve Smith scored about like 15 or 16 runs, got out. Travis Head scored a 50. Kevin Green scored like 40 odd, right? Carey Ke- mm. scored 66. Cummins scored 38, and then rest fell out. So we could still see a good, a good enough batting depth that would carry forward if even England does well. So like Ben Stokes needs to make runs, Joe Root does. Only Pope, personally, I don't have too much expectation from him. But I certainly do have expectations from Moen Ali, Besto, Ben Stokes, and Harry Brook and Giroud. These are like my, I would say, my top top players in that 
All right, moving on. Um, Stuart Broad um, said yesterday, like on Nine Network, that um, the pitch has no life and it's soulless. That's just spread after like uh, Usman Khawaja made 100 and a couple of 50s for carry and head. You agree with that one as well? Well, like, look, I don't know much about that because, like, they're international cricketers, right? They must have way more knowledge about cricket than us. So if Stu Broad is saying, as a bowler, who's got how many wickets in tests? I don't even remember how many wickets of the year. He's got a fair few, right? In test cricket, he's... I would guess he's got, uh, he's, yeah, in test cricket, he's got about close to 600 wickets, right? So certainly he's thinking about it and then saying it. he's got enough experience to even say it on, say it on, on media and stuff. And it's not, it's not that the batters are shit, right? If you're batting, you're like, you still have a ball to face. The ball's going to do what you want it to do. Yes, the pitch does help when you're bowling, depending on how good it is. But that's it, like, after the game, after the 100, if after the series is over, then you're saying that, that's wrong. But within the series, you're saying that, I feel like that's completely fine, because it's a, it's still an ongoing battle off the field and on the field. On Gaia, so, to you, the to you believe it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I reckon. I reckon, in my opinion, they like. Um. I believe Stuart Broad's like. Like I know uh, you. I agree with what you said. That, um. They know. They know cr- cricket better than us. But um. I reckon, in my opinion, like Stuart Broad's kind of wrong there. Because uh, he's always been the type of person who's um, who's always like whinged about certain parts of the game and the pitch when it comes to playing against Australia. Like he didn't said mention the 2021-22 uh, series that the ashes the ashes there here was a void because we absolutely destroyed them for a four nil without without giving them any sort of chances apart from Sydney, but like. And then he also complained about like, the robot um, that was going around that prevented him from bowling, distracted him a lot. So I again disagree with this one, but to Ollie Robinson and uh, Stuart Broad, two of the most, uh, two of the biggest winges out there. Um, but let's talk about like uh, the celebration from Usman Khawaja. Like a lot of people found it very offensive. I don't see a reason why we get offended from that. Because, yeah. look, like, you're playing international cricket, you're playing in the ashes. You're playing yeah. ashes, right? You have you have millions of people supporting you. Some people hate you. Some people, look, it's hard to get into the Australian team. You know it, I know it, a lot of people know it. You yeah. have to go up through the ranks like, from a really, really young age. You have to play local cricket, district cricket, Premier cricket, state cricket. And then, um, like, there are a lot of cups as well, like March one day, uh, Sheffield Shield, you have to perform in that, and then maybe even play the BBL a lot. And then you might get like that one uh, Australia A, Australia A caller, 
and once you perform well in that then you get into the Australian team and it's like a whole process towards that and that journey right doing that any hundred score any game for for international team it's it's another feeling that's what let him out yeah i mean throwing the bat that's a good celebration i wouldn't call it an offense really I'm not sure what people were offended for but he deserved that 100 he really did like he's yeah. played so well like um since his return Justin Langer himself said that i don't he couldn't he doesn't believe that Usman Khawaja would have played would have batted well with long sleeves hmm. yeah but um yeah i agree with uh that um so what are what what do you think england could make like uh today uh england today like in this i'm not too sure as like what do you mean like in the whole series no like like no like what today? could england finish off with um if they want to if, if we're going to head to day 4 tomorrow what what do we what do you think england could finish off with sorry day 5 tomorrow what do england could finish off with today uh i feel like look uh as far as i've understood england's game they don't change anything right because they're not they they don't even qualify for the world test championship right like they i mean not qualify they don't even get into the final stages or anything so they just go out there and play their free cricket which is a good thing that's why bad balls are big right it depends it depends on how australia reacts to it i feel like Depends on how Australia reacts. Reacts to England's batting. Yeah. Now, um. So, how much do you reckon they could actually finish off with? On um, today's. Yes. Direct. Oh. I think it would be good to get at least uh around like. what another 300 plus Oh that's a bit that's a bit uh stiff considering it's a good yeah. a good Aussie a good Aussie bowling attack and no stark so 300 is interesting Yeah because look we've got two early wickets already Coley Ben Duckett so anything could happen now Yep absolutely agree um finally like finally uh Cameron Green's one hand to catch once again third time in England so far uh do you reckon he's like the best gully fielder since Mike Hussey uh that's a that's a question for it itself on how long can he be that well as of now yes i would say so because he's a tall man got a lot of reach he can do a lot of things like Cameron Green is probably the brightest cricketer and a full package of Australian cricket he can bat he can bowl he can field like that at a good level you say like you said like for now like when it, um like how long not he won't be in Delhi for long like if that's what you said is that what i heard correct no 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 i said i said that for now 
as of his state and how he's catching right now and his form right now, yes. But like, it's all about sustainability, right? As a cricketer, a cricketer can even like debut internationally, but play only five games. And in those five games, he must have performed well, but still not play the rest of the games compared to a person who is averaging like 25 or 30, who can field bat ball good, but he's played like 100 test matches. All right, it's so all about the you're saying you wouldn't stick around, you wouldn't stick around in Gully for a long time. Like, no, I'm saying that if if he falls off, like there there can be a situation where there's a better gully fielder than him. Like you never know. Like as of now, he's probably the best Australia as well. But there can be more. Yeah, good point. Yeah. 